0: You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at LockedOnFantasyBasketball here with a quick mini show here to look at week seven in the NBA. Michael Bolton, he is pumped. Let's get to it. Let's get to it indeed. After the nonsense that was last week with the schedule being all over the place, we are in a much better spot for this week in terms of being able to stream, guys. Less sit start type decisions and just generally uh, a more easier NBA schedule to digest for the week coming up. We have six games on Monday, seven games on Tuesday, a pretty busy Wednesday, 10 games, four on Thursday. 10 on Friday, 5 on Saturday, and then 8 on Sunday. So realistically, we can stream players in Monday. We can stream them in Tuesday. We can stream them in thur- Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. So that this is a week where using back-to-backs and pseudo back-to-backs, if you've got an acquisition limit, is really important because you've got five streaming days. You might even be able to add someone on that Wednesday or that Friday with 10 games. Most likely not, but you possibly could. So there is going to be decisions to make in a weekly lineup of how you can maximize the games played for your team with those acquisition limits. So it's important to be able to take advantage of that and use those ads smartly at this point. When we look at the games for teams this week, we have only got two teams that play two games, the San Antonio Spurs and the Boston Celtics. We'll talk about how that looks for them in terms of you you sitting or starting those guys a bit later on. The bulk of teams play three games, But there's a lot of teams playing four games. The Charlotte Hornets, the Miami Heat, the Chicago Bulls, the Phoenix Suns, the Kings, the Mavericks, the Sixers, the Pacers, the Nuggets, the Lakers, the Blazers, and the Wizards all have four games for this week. Quality games is always something that's interesting to look at, especially, or not especially, only in a daily changes league. The Philadelphia 76ers play four games, and all four of those games are on the low-volume day. So guys like Furkan Korkmaz like Jimmy Ennis, like maybe the painter Matisse Thibault, although he's not in the rotation necessarily every night, getting those guys who might be on the fringes, might be on the periphery, prison Mike, Mike Scott, you can add those guys, and you will actually get to use them four games this week. So when you compare them to someone that plays for the Heat or the Hornets, they also have four games this week but you can only use them twice most likely because only two of their games come on those low volume days. So out of the teams that do play the four games, the Sixers have four quality games. The Suns have got three, the Mavericks have three, the Nuggets have three, and the Wizards have three. Everyone else just has two. On the uh, on the, the three game side of things, you've got the Rockets, who all three of their games are usable for the week, and the Pelicans, and the Knicks, and the Raptors. So all three of those four teams' games are coming on those low volume days, and that's really important when we're looking at um, your know, streaming options and being able to take advantage of that. Now, when we look at how we can do this in terms of where the back to backs lie this week, unfortunately, Monday, Tuesday, which are both low volume days, there is no back to back for any team on those days. So we can't make an ad on Monday and get the double whammy hit there. Wednesday, if we're assuming that's a no stream day, then we're looking to see if there's any pseudo back-to-backs on the Tuesday, Thursday. So adding someone for Tuesday, you can sit them on the roster through on the bench on Wednesday and they come in on the Thursday as well. And this is where some of that will will, uh, will work. The Denver Nuggets have that pseudo back-to-back. The Washington Wizards have that pseudo back-to-back as well, uh, as the, as do the Houston Rockets, the New Orleans Pelicans, and the Toronto Raptors are the other team who have that pseudo back-to-back. So adding, adding any one of those players from those teams, you can get two games for the value of one addition. So maybe Gaz Harris, nice, Gary! who had a really strong game in, uh, in the Saturday's action, he could be an ad just for that double back-to-back. I'm not convinced he's going to keep this form up all season. When you're looking at the Wizards, assuming Flammy Mo Wagner's ankle is right, he's a strong ad. He's a strong ad anyway. But you could look at Troy Brown, maybe is Smith, Isaiah Thomas. If he was dropped, there's value in him across that pseudo back-to-back for the Rockets. Yeah, well, that, that's a tough one, depending on what happens with the injury to Danny House and his illness. Sorry, uh, Benny McLemore could be an option there as well, although their uh, depth is obviously pretty scant for the Pelicans, you're looking at guys like Josh the Hitman Hart, Jackson Hayes, Jali Lokafor, Kenrick Williams. It depends on his injury status as well. Um, yeah, you, you it really pushes you into adding Lonzo Ball. He should be added anyway. Derek Favors. he should be added anyway. But that's going to give some value to those guys there. Friday, we're looking at that as a non-stream day as well because of the 10 games. But there's a bunch of Thursday-Saturday pseudo-back-to-backs. The Phoenix Suns have that one. Cam Johnson, Ali Kobo, maybe. Frank the Tank Kaminsky could be an ad, although that's pretty rough to try and look at Frank as as a solid option. Tyler Johnson, maybe. The Philadelphia 76ers have the Thursday-Saturday. The guys I mentioned before are are worth talking about there. You go down to the Rockets again. They have that Thursday-Saturday. So an ad of a Rockets player on Tuesday is going to last you through Tuesday. Thursday, Saturday. That is the ideal situation. And the same goes for those Pelicans guys. So that is a really fantastic ad for those guys on the Tuesday, whether that is Josh Hart or JJ Redick or um, Frank Jackson, probably not the minutes aren't quite there for him, but those sort of blokes who you can get those three games and and you don't miss out on streaming Wednesday, Friday, and you use just one acquisition. That can be really, really key uh, to, to uh, benefiting yourself. The Knicks also have that uh, pseudo back-to-back on the Thursday, Saturday. Who knows what their rotation's going to be, but maybe you look at someone like a Frank Nilekina as a stream there on that situation. Maybe it's Punch Bob Bobby, Bobby Portis in that area as well that there could be a stream. Is it the Duke, Wayne Ellington? Like, God knows what is going to do, but there are some opportunities there. And then we end the week with a back-to-back streaming situation on the Saturday, Sunday. The Sixers and the Mavericks both have that back-to-back situation. Maxi Kleber, Dwight Powell, Timmy Hardaway looks pretty good for the Mavericks for that back-end back-to-back. The Sixers I've already talked about. So there is a back-to-back option at the end of the week. So structuring out your week and your ads is really important this week to really maximize it. We couldn't really do it last week, but we absolutely can do it this week. We're looking at guys... In terms of those two-game teams, the Celtics and the Spurs, if we're going to start them, I think that no, Aldridge is already dealing with a thigh issue, so I don't think that DeMar or LaMarcus Aldridge uh, are startable guys in a standard 12-team league this week with only two games. I think Kemba Walker is barely one, and Jason Tatum is probably going to fall outside that realm. Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, uh, Vanilla Tice, obviously they're not going to be uh, 12-team league guys for this week with only the two games on. We have a look at some guys who might be available in these four-game teams who might have value in a weekly league that you might want to look at. Paul Washington Jr. is an interesting stream guy here, mainly because of the volume of games. If Miles Bridges is around, you go and get him. Now, Washington had a huge game last time out. I'm not convinced that that's a – well, actually, that's not true. I am convinced that that's not a sustainable performance. But with four games, he's worth seeing what you can do there. Even someone like a Nick Batum or a Malik Monk, depending on what sort of numbers you need – given the fact that they've got four games for this coming week, they could actually have some value. Same with Cody Zeller, or if he continues to, to come off the bench, as we saw in Saturday's game, maybe Bismack Biombo. There is there is some value in those four game guys. Uh, the, the Heat players, Linux, Nunn, Hero, these blokes, uh, Goran Dragic, Justice Winslow, with four games on during the week, they have some value. Tomas Saturansky is worth a look. Even Chrissy Dunn, Kobe White, maybe with the four games on this week. Again, when the Mock bulk of teams the majority of teams play 3 or fewer games. these It's not a week where everyone's playing four or you know, you're 20 teams playing four. The four-game guys tend to stand out quite a bit. So we look at some other options who could be around. Maybe Dorian Finney-Smith has some worth. Corey Joseph, Nemanja Bielica. Um, it looks like he could be an option. Dario Saric, Aaron Baines. If he was dropped anywhere, there's value in him. Uh, Carmelo Anthony um, playing well at the moment. Let's see how... I want to really see how he goes against the Clippers because he's played fantastic the last three games. Those games were against the Thunder and two against the Bulls two of the absolute worst defenses in the NBA. Shout out to uh, Numbnuts' Jim Boylan. Um, Other guys we can have a look at there, uh, Paddy Beverly. It's got a a pretty interesting look. Even Rui Hachimura with his four games for the week. I don't like Rui all that much, but the four games that he has got is definitely something we can have a look at as as an option here to, to go and add for this coming week. Let's have a look at other guys that we can uh, we can squeeze out and see where their value lies just in terms of players who are available in a lot of different leagues who might have you know some some interesting value Now, coming up here, Chris Dunn's really an interesting one. Two quality games, four games in total. Starting, we don't know what's happening with Chandler Hutchison exactly at this point, but in terms of getting steals, Dunn can provide that. Is he going to do much else? I'd say probably not. Uh, The Suns guys are interesting, like Sharic, who's only, uh, or he's available in 49% of Yahoo leagues. He's another option that we can have a look at there. Uh, Danny Green, Tim Hardaway, Corey Joseph mentioned those guys already. Hardaway is an interesting one who's going to you know, fluctuate quite a bit depending on his scoring and his three point shooting, but not a guy that we can um, completely write off. And especially with just four games this week, he is uh, also sorry with four games this week, he is an option for us to look at. That'll do it for my week seven preview in the NBA. Don't forget subscribe to this podcast: Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify. And of course, on YouTube. Uh, follow me at RedRockBebel. Instagram locked on fantasy basketball. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.